All right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Full 90 minutes of fury tonight. Hope you're ready. We're going to hop right to it. Of course, the big news story of the day. That's probably, I can't actually ever say the big news story of the day. A big news story of the day out of Israel is that allegedly the story that came out, which Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar and every person on the left said that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, bombed a, I'll call it, they call it Palestinian hospital, but we all know it's a Hamas hospital. But just for a second, I'll be politically correct. A Palestinian hospital allegedly killing 500 people. Now, did that really happen? Now, that's the story that came out, backed up by Rashida Tlaib. She had, yet to retract it. Backed up by Ilan Omar, yet to retract it. Many people, even on the right, yet to retract it, have come out and said that. But is that, is that what happened? There's lots of people, and you're like, Tom, you'll talk about anything. That's right. There's lots of people that are on the right that are not walking the fine line they need to be walking. They're like thinking, okay, this is another Ukraine distraction. No, it's not. This is the whole thing when it comes to the Hamas attack now. Does it have some elements of that that are a possibility? Yes, it does. And here I go. I'm supposed to be going right to this video, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I want, to, I want to address this with people who are on the right, and this will cost me some viewers. They're like, this is the, this is the next COVID. This Hamas attack is the next COVID. This Hamas attack is the next Ukraine, Ukraine war. You, uh, the COVID pandemic, pandemic, pandemic was a complete facade. Absolutely for sure. Ukraine was a complete facade brought on on purpose, just like, just like COVID. It's brought on on purpose. Lab-made virus brought on on purpose. Paid for by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Paid for by Anthony Fauci through Eco Health Alliance. Paid for by the, by the PLA. Paid, paid for by the CCP. We got all that. Then, of course, war gamed. Event 201. It's all, that was all planned. That's all a PSYOP. We got it. Ukraine was the same way, planned in 2014, overthrowing the Democrat, democratically elected president, eventually installing Volodymyr Zelensky, who is nothing more than a globalist puppet, a person who's making billions off of this war. Some of the weaponry that you're seeing being used in Gaza right now has come from Ukraine. So the Ukraine war was a complete facade. Brought on on purpose. All that everybody needed to do is come together. Trump is right when he said that he could solve this thing in 24 hours because they already had the accords in place, which, of course, the Biden administration immediately violated, causing uh, Putin eventually to go over the edge. Now, does that mean that I back Putin? No, he's a thug. Is he more of a thug than Zelensky or less than a thug than Zelensky? I'm going slightly less of a thug than Zelensky, but, I, but, I, you know, but they are both thugs, and you don't need to pick sides on it. Slavic war, it's been going on for a 1,000 years. That's a complete facade. Now, Let's talk, about, let's talk about the Hamas invasion, where we have 1,300 Israelis and Americans also killed. I believe the American count is now over 40. I believe it's 41 Americans were killed. Now, here's what you need to ask yourself. Were people raped? Were babies beheaded? Were other, not just babies beheaded, were people beheaded and babies beheaded? Yes, so this is not completely a PSYOP. Has Hamas always been evil? Yes, so it's not completely a PSYOP. Now, where it has psyopy sort of uh, characteristics is, and I know that's not a word, I'm just saying it. <laughs> where does that have those characteristics? Well, Israel was warned about this both three years ago and three days prior to the attack. Yep. Now, that's the problem. So, but the, okay, so let's, I'll go down that vein for just a moment. So you have Mossad, which is basically their CIA, FBI combined, who's trying to actively get rid of Netanyahu. Right now, with false charges, that should sound very familiar with Donald Trump with his 91 
felony, uh, felony uh, uh, accusations, felony counts against him in four different indictments, blah, 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 all of which are fraudulent, all of, all of which are fake. Doing the exact thing to Benjamin Netanyahu, who's not perfect by any way, any way uh, shape, or form. And Trump is a thousand times better than Netanyahu. Netanyahu's got some convoluted ideas. I'm trying to cover everything so that people don't go, well, Netanyahu's not great either. I know, but Mossad is actively trying to kick him out of office via persecution through prosecution, just like they're doing the, just like our FBI and our CIA and our intel operations are doing to Donald Trump. Mossad knew about this. Our CIA knew about this. They knew that this attack was going to come. They didn't do anything about it. So are there, are there other motives involved here? Are there other agendas and narratives involved here? Yes. But Hamas still raped people. We don't have any of that with the other, with the other shining objects. They still rape people. They still beheaded people. There are still 1,300 people dead. And notice how there is no videotape. And Aaron, you correct me if I'm wrong. You're always looking. I'm always looking. Where are the videotapes out of Ukraine of all this warfare? I haven't seen any. Me neither. Yeah. Okay. And I'm on Twitter <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I live on Twitter. <laughs> I know it's called X now, but I'm pretty much deciding to treat that like I cheap treat treat the word Kiev and just not say it. Yeah, it's Twitter. <laughs> it's just Twitter to me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you know, and I like Elon Musk. I don't love Elon Musk because he hired Linda Yaccarino, but I like Elon Musk and I want to love Elon Musk. But every time I give him my heart, he crushes it. <laughs> So I'm withholding my heart for a while from Elon Musk. But anyway, so there's shiny objects. Yes. Are there ulterior motives involved in this? Yes. But Hamas are terrorists. They've killed Americans, wounded Americans, paralyzed Americans. Hamas is funded by Iran, who has killed Americans, injured Americans, paralyzed Americans, funded wars and terrorism against Americans. So you have to go ahead and see the forest for the trees. You have to walk that fine line and not just say, okay, this is all a shining object. There are people with ulterior motives. They're trying to get rid of Benjamin Netanyahu because Benjamin Netanyahu is not as much a globalist as other people they can install there, although he's too much of a globalist. And again, this is, this is just human interactions here. So on the other side of it is for those of us who are Christians, we stand with Israel. I don't stand with them in outright stupidity like mass mandates, vaccine pimping, and all in their green cards and their vaccine passports. I don't stand with any of that stuff because the word of God says that you and I are supposed to be the second Thessalonians chapter two restraining. So I don't stand with them on their stupid stuff, but if they're going to fight Hamas, which just killed 1300 of their citizens. And what I was going to say about the videotapes, we have it on video. Don't have the Ukrainian crap on video, but we do have, we do have numerous videos of terrorists, Hamas terrorists, uh, killing and, and, uh, and, and not to mention just killing, but also the bodies that are left over. The, the, we also have video of Hamas terrorists holding Israelis captive. None of that happens if it's just a shiny object. So you have to walk the fine line between the elements of it being a shiny object to take away, to distract us from the globalist narrative. And also the shiny object that is the globalist agenda that's involved there. You have to go ahead and and, and, and disseminate between the two and say, you know what? What's real, what's not, what's important, what's not? Hamas must be destroyed. That's just the way that it is. That is it. And, and Israel has the right to defend themselves. That, that, you have to walk that fine line. Many people in Israel are outright leftists. I'm not, I know that. I mean, even Netanyahu has a tendency to list left. I'm just telling you. 
You have to walk that fine line. So anyway, back to back to where I was supposed to be uh, approximately eight minutes ago. <laughs> Israel, de- Israel Defense Forces video. Got two Israel Defense Forces videos. Now, allegedly, this hospital, 500 people were allegedly killed. No verification on it. No bodies, no nothing. Few videos here and there. No verification on the body count. That's coming from Hamas. Verified from, verified by Hamas, which is Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. They are Hamas. Yeah. They are Hamas. Please, under the Democratic Party is the party of Hamas. Joe Biden, oh, don't worry. Joe Biden's flying over to Israel. That's just what they need. <laughs> is that bag of donuts deciding to fly over into a war zone? <laughs> That's what we all need. So let me, let me get this straight, too. So we can fly over on Air Force Two with the Secret Service, a multi, multi-million dollar operation, just to fly the useless bag of donuts over to Israel, but we can't fly Americans home. And if the government does fly them home, they have to reimburse the government for the flight. Yeah. That's absolute fact, by the way. Absolute fact. But they aren't. We have, we have to send Corey Mills over there, congressman out of the state of Florida. He has to fly over there. Uh, 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 Ron DeSantis is flying people out into Florida. Uh, Ron DeSantis is sending over uh, plane loads of food and, and supplies over to Israel. But our federal government's not doing anything, but they can afford... Probably, let's just guess, a 30 to 40 to $50 million op to fly bag of donuts over there, to find bean dip over there, to waddle around and not be able to figure out how to get on and off a stage that he fell on on his way up onto the stage. So we can't do that. Think of me, you're like, Tom, it's either all on purpose or it's galactic incompetence. Those are your only two choices. It's absolutely important because Biden is Hamas. Believe me, he's Hamas. $6 billion to Ukraine. I'm not going to get into all the funding stuff about that again. They always claim that that's not going to Iran. It absolutely is. Why don't they just take the account down right now? They won't. Yep. He, he refunded UN Palestinian terrorist groups to the tune of $700 million. He took away Trump's Iranian terrorist task force. He disbanded it in 2022. Just in time. Isn't that strange? Isn't that strange uh, timing? That he disbands the Donald Trump's CIA terrorist terrorist Iran watchdog group one year before this attack. Weird, isn't it? So if you, why would you ever take down a task force? I mean, I'm talking about disband. No longer exists. Erase, erase from existence. Why would you ever disband a group that's watching Iran? If you're not pro-Iranian, why would you ever give $6 billion to Iran? If you're not pro-Iranian, why are you helping them to reinitiate their nuclear program if you're not pro-Iranian? Why, why would you give $700 million back to Palestinian terrorist groups via the UN if you're not pro-Iranian because all those terrorist groups are funded by Iran? Why, why, if you explain to me how you're not pro-Hamas, tell me how you're not Hamas. Tell me how Ilan Omar is not Hamas. Tell me how, uh, tell me how Rashida Tlaib and Iona Presley and AOC are not Hamas because they are. And of course, just like I said, uh, Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib both put out tweets saying that the, that the IDF, or Israeli Defense Forces, bombed a Hamas hospital, a Palestinian hospital, killing 500 people. Now, what does the video show? We're going to see. Now, so here's, what, here's Israel Defense Forces. IDF spokesperson uh, Daniel Hagari confirms Islamic Jihad is responsible, is responsible for the rocket, the rocket, not the missile. The rocket, not the, not the heat-seeking missile fired from Israeli aircraft. That was what everybody said was Israeli, Israeli aircraft came in and swooped in and bombed this 
bombed this hospital. Is that the case? No. Is now intelligence has confirmed, evidence has confirmed that it was actually a Hamas rocket that killed their own people, as usual. Just just like in just like in Ukraine, where this rocket flies into Poland, kills people, and it's blamed on Vladimir Putin. It turns out that it was Voldemar Zelensky's rocket. Of course, there's no retractions, no corrections, no I'm sorry. So here, here's the video. Play it for me. I want to give you an announcement of the event that occurred in the hospital in Gaza. I can confirm that an analysis of the IDF operational systems indicates that a barrage of rockets was fired by terrorists in Gaza, passing in close proximity to the El Hali Al Maadi hospital in Gaza at the time it was hit. Intelligence from few sources that we have in our hands indicates that the Islamic Jihad is responsible for the failed rocket launch which hit the hospital in Gaza. I repeat, this is the responsibility of Islamic Jihad that killed innocents in the hospital in Gaza. All right, Aaron, just gear up the next one side by side. We're going to go over this. So here, I want to show this to you, Israeli Defense Forces again. A rocket aimed at Israel, misfired, and exploded at 1859, which is basically 7 o'clock, one minute before 7 o'clock. The same moment... Um, a hospital was, was hit in Gaza. So, Aaron, backtrack that thing all the way to the beginning for me when you can and just give it, let me know. You got it? Yep. Okay, so there it is. Now, can you guys freeze it for me? Yeah. All right, now, does that look like, now, you notice, where is that coming from? That's surface air, not air to ground. That's surface air. Keep rolling it for me. So, there you go. Now, that is surface air. That is coming from Hamas. That can't have been fired from Israel because Israel is over. I can't do it all of a sudden. There we go. Like, like my hands don't work. I can't. There we go. Israel. No, it's this way. There we go. Israel's that way. There we go. Sorry to do it. So I'm looking at the screen. It's, everything's backwards. So Israel is in the opposite direction of where that rocket is coming from. Right. That's where it impacted. You guys roll it back to the beginning for me. So there it is. Now that surface there, that is coming from, that's coming from Hamas. That's, that's the Hamas side. Israel's side's over there. Right here is Israel's side. That's the Hamas side. That is the rocket that destroyed. Here comes, that's the hospital right there. You can see it explode in midair. They endlessly have, I have another video of rocket launches from Hamas. They have like a 20 to 30% failure rate. This is one that failed and landed on their own hospital. Yep. That's what happened. Tom, you're an Israel sycophant. No, I am pro-Israel. I'm not a sycophant for Donald Trump, Republican Party, nothing. I am a sycophant for the truth. I'm a sycophant for the Bible. I'm a sycophant for Jesus. I'm a sycophant for the Holy Ghost. I'm a sycophant for Yahweh. I'm not a sycophant for the IDF. However, the IDF is 100% correct. And you notice the, notice the writing on the beginning, uh, at the top of this video. Where did this video come from? Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera ran this video themselves. Al, Al Jazeera actually ran this video. You know, that is, not, that is not fired from a plane. There it comes, misfire, down to the ground, blows up the hospital. That is what happened. That's the end of it, just so everybody knows. That's, that's exactly what happened. So that's the end of that story. It's the end of it. Video confirmation. Now, video confirmation will never convince Ilan Omar because it violates her narrative. And nothing, not, not the truth, not video evidence, not exculpatory material, not... Uh, forensic evidence, nothing will ever take Ilan Omar 
off of what she considers to be truth, which is bold-faced lies. Because the world is inverted. Everything she considers to be misinformation is information. Everything she considers to be disinformation is actual truth. Everything she considers to be lies is, bull, is absolute fact. So nothing will ever throw her off. Nothing will. That's just the way it is. Because she's a liar just like her pals in Hamas. She is Hamas. Tell her where she is sleep is Hamas. The Democratic Party is Hamas. So nothing's going to ever throw them off their narrative. But that's the end of the story. It's right there. It's on video. Caught by Al Jazeera. It's, it's the end of it. It's over. It was not the IDF. It was Hamas themselves that destroyed a Hamas slash Palestinian hospital. All right, let me move on from, to some other things. I'm going to come into the, this is the kind of the random section, just random stories here. Having to do tacitly, at least, with Joe Biden. So this one here, this one isn't directly connected to Joe Biden, but it's just uh, directly connected to leftism. So I just had to show you this because this video came out today or came out yesterday. This is John Rich, country music singer, hardcore right winger like you and I. He put out this video. These sickos in Hollywood, he's Stephen Colbert, think it's funny to do a mock sacrifice of a baby to a demon. This is, they just did this on a show. Yeah. This is absolutely true. Again, uh, people will say that, you know, this is disinformation. This is propaganda, just like they said about Event 201, just like they said that it was the, that the lab leak theory was disinformation. It's all true. Uh, just like when we talk about the, the Great Reset, that's disinformation. Klaus Schwab wrote the book <laughs> called Great Reset. And they'll have the book put, you, know, you put the book right in front of them and say, you know the World Economic Forum that you attended last year? Here's their book called The Great Reset. That doesn't exist. Here's the book. Doesn't exist. That's all propaganda. I'm showing you the book. Matter of fact, here's 100 books signed by Klaus Schwab. <laughs> here's Klaus Schwab saying that he wrote the book. Here's Klaus Schwab walking into the room with a stack of books saying it's his book. And they'll still say it won't, that it isn't his book. And that doesn't exist. Right. That's how these people are. So people will say this is, you know, uh, right-wing conspiracy theory. No, it's simply somebody who loves the butcher of the unborn by the name of Stephen Colbert, who calls you and I Nazis, who has all the traits of a Nazi. Again, it's just like, it's just like the, the uh, Great Reset book. It's right here. All the evidence says what? It exists. All the evidence says who's the Nazis. That would be the left. What were Nazis? Left-wingers. So anybody who's left-winger is a, le is a leftist is way closer to being a Nazi than anybody on the right. It's a fact because Hitler, Adolf Hitler was a leftist. Mao Zedong was a left leftist. Stalin was a leftist. They're all Benito Mussolini, leftist. They're all leftists. Pol Pot, leftist. Sorry. So what do leftists love to do? They love to, ca they love to sacrifice the unborn. They love to kill babies. So it's no problem for Stephen Colbert to have a skit basically... Uh, uh, making fun of himself, allegedly, or making fun of us for making fun of him, whatever his motives are. But here's the video, and as uh, John Rich says, he's glad that at least the audience didn't laugh at all. I think the audience was sitting there in stunned silence that this was happening. Because, by the way, this is also a live baby. This is a real live baby right here. Who, who, what, what kind of cuck mother actually gave their child to Stephen Colbert to do this little, uh, I don't know what you want to... Uh, play or whatever you want to call it mock sacrifice yeah like a skit yeah, yeah. A skit so who, who what kind of mother would give their child to Stephen Colbert for him to do a skit where he's basically sacrificing a child to Moloch some mother did I guess because it's a live baby you can, you'll see in the video all right let's just play it play it for me I must appease him with the gift of a man child come to me 
I must speak to you. I must speak you to the group of boys. Don't take I'm sure the baby will be fine. Now you, you just look at this, and I'm gonna, and I'll show you the next video here because the, you know it's all just the same narrative. But you look at Steve Gobert; he looks like a little nerdy guy. His suit is, you know, he looks harmless. Whenever these people are not harmless; they're demonic. These people are absolutely demonic. And I just want to reiterate this as I do just about every podcast. I don't actually think I did it on the last one, but I'll do it again tonight. I want to remind everybody who it is that you take all of your medical advice from are demonic people like Stephen Colbert because you're like, no, Tom, you know, and there's 693 people watching right now. Switch over to Rumble if you're watching on any other app. But you'll say, people, you know, they'll say, no, you know, we, we've always been, listen, if you vaxxed or you locked down or you put a mask on and you haven't openly said I was wrong, Understand, this is who you take your medical advice from. You're like, what is that me having to say I was wrong? Listen, because if you don't ever admit you were wrong, there's a part of you that will fall for it again. You have to come out, repentance is Jesus style. Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. A 180 degree turn, not, not a slight rudder turn, a 180 degree turn is repentance. You say, I was wrong. So you took a lot of Christians and conservatives took their medical marching orders from people like Colbert. Amazing. People I know, people I know in this community did it. It's amazing to me. People from my own church did it. Amazing to me. It really is amazing to me that you will have a guy who will do a skit about sacrificing a child. Did you hear him say it? It was like, eat me or something like that about the child. Don't kill him or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't remember what the what the verbiage was. Don't eat me, eat the child. Don't eat me, eat the child. I knew I knew <laughs> yeah. Aaron would figure it out. Don't eat. I mean this, and then all the Christians take their advice from him. What he's actually doing is mocking all of us for saying that's who he is. But that's exactly who he is. I mean, think about it. It's, it's like a double negative. He's mocking us for mocking him. He's mocking our mockery of him. Is what he's doing while he butchers. 40 to 80 million babies per year in the womb, in the birth canal, and outside of the womb. As he's sitting in a state, unless, unless, this, is, unless this show is filmed in New York, which it might have been, which is, the New York will be the same way shortly, a state of California, where I'm sure he lives, at least has a house there, that's perfectly willing to butcher the, un, not butcher the unborn, to butcher the born 28 days after they're born, as well as lessening the sodomy laws on, on adults sodomizing 14, 14 year old uh, boys and girls. That's, that's who these people are. They cut, he's, got his, he's got his perfectly groomed hair. He can't write a joke himself. You notice how all these shows crash if the writers go on, on strike because Stephen Colbert is nothing more than a vacuous shell that's filled full of demons. That's all that he is. Kills people, loves killing people, then mocks people who mock him for killing people. That's what he is. That's who these people are. They come out, whether it's Jake Sullivan, whether it's uh, Anthony Blinken, uh, whether it's John Kirby, they come out, they're perfectly groomed, got their ties on, they're monsters. They're absolute monsters. And just so you know, these people aren't smart either. 
All of these people, they're not smart. We send all these people, we call them our leaders, send them to Washington, D.C. They're not smart people. And I listen, I voted for Marco Rubio, I don't know how many times now, because I really have no choice, because he's going to win, and he always wins in the primary, because nobody primaries the guy. They don't ever accomplish anything. They don't ever do anything. I'm, and I'm talking about Lindsey Graham, talking about Mitch McConnell, and all, of the, all of the Democrats, and a lot of the Republican Party, which we have 20 of them that refuse to vote for Jim Jordan, which we'll go over that in a minute. But these are not smart people. These are not the best. I mean, you have to ask yourself, what has Barack Hussein Obama ever done? What, what was his accomplishments prior to being a state senator? What, what, what were his accomplishments? He was a community organizer. So he was basically like organizing these Hamas rallies that we're seeing all over the place. So you keep seeing us play videos of. Who do you think is actually orchestrating these? You realize that the, uh, Islamic, uh, is, uh, I, I would call it, because you, 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 I, I don't want to necessarily indict every Muslim on the planet, but you need to realize that uh, the, uh, I'll just call it radical Islam. Radical Islam is the actual embodiment of the Democratic Party. It really is it's actually the embodiment of the Democratic Party. They're all, they all, they all support. It's funny because you see a transgender activist with a Palestinian flag. If that transgender activist was in Palestine, they'd be stoned to death on the street. But it's a literal, literal embodiment. It's a, it's leftism. It's totalitarianism. What, what do jihadists do? What do they do? Whether it's the PLO, whether it's Hamas, whether it's Hezbollah, what do they do? Censor speech. Who does that? The Democratic Party. They confiscate firearms. Who does that? The Democratic Party. You're allowed absolutely no freedom of religion. Who does that? Um, that's the Democratic Party. Um, who puts masks on their face? All the women have to be masked, and most of the men are always masked too. Who does that? That would be the Democratic Party. Who, who commits mass genocides? Is Islamic terrorism. Islamic terrorists or, or extreme uh, Islamists. Who does that? Oh, that would be the Democratic Party. They're the living embodiment of themselves. And they're all con artists too. It's just like all the, all the jihadists that have immigrated their way illegally and legally into like London. We have Sadiq Khan, who is now the, the, London, uh, the mayor of London. You have a Scottish, I don't remember what, I sh actually should have gotten that video, advocating for bringing a lot of... of uh, Gaza residents into Scotland because he himself is an Islamic leftist. They bring them in. Everyone's like, oh, this, um, this is a peaceful religion. This is, this is the peaceful religion. They con you with their words, and then when they come into office, they come into the country, become what they really are, which is they want to set up Sharia law. Well, you have no options. Who wants you to have no options? Who wants to leverage you in a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them? That would be the Democratic Party, the globalist left. They're hand-in-hand hand with Islamists. You have, you have members of Hamas who trained with the CCP and the PLA. They're all in it together. So speaking about being all, you know, all in on something together, basically having the same agenda, same narrative, you have Stephen Colbert. So Stephen Colbert does a skit where he is sacrificing a baby to Moloch. Well, what else was he doing just a, you know, like a year, well, basically a year and a half ago. Play it for me, other.
Aaron, you can just kind of, we can actually run it side by side. I just want to show you something with this is that it's all the same agenda. And you're like, Tommy, talk about this all the time. Yeah, it needs to be reiterated over and over and over again. Because if you believe in sacrificing the unborn, you love vaccines. If you love Hamas, you love vaccines. <laughs> if you love radical transgenderism, you love vaccines. If you love masks, you love vaccines. If you love lockdowns, you love vaccines. If you love Fauci, you love vaccines. If you love CBDC, you love vaccines. If you love social credit systems, you love vaccines because it's all one. If you love to confiscate everybody else's firearms when you're Stephen Gobert and you live behind firearms and walls and you want to confiscate everybody else's walls and everybody else's firearms, you love vaccines. It's all the exact same narrative, the exact same agenda. If you love lawlessness, where you want Letitia James in charge, Alvin Bragg in charge, Fannie Willis in charge, Kim Fox in charge, George Gascon in charge, Larry Krasner in charge, all bought and paid for by George, George Soros, you love and you pimp and you whore vaccines because it is the exact same agenda. You can mix match any word you want. Love masks, you love gun grabbing. You love lockdowns. You love transgenderism. And here's where all the Christians took their medical advice from. Right here. You're like, Tom, that's an overstatement. It's hyperbolic. No, it's not. Because I live right here. Right here. I'm sitting in Sarasota County, Florida right now. And every single church closed. Every single church closed. Or highly mitigated. Yeah. Stood six feet apart. And most of them were closed for months. And a lot of them were closed for, de- for a year and a half. You took your marching orders from this guy, your ideal, allegedly, I don't, and I don't even want to say anymore, because is he really the church's ideological opponent? Right. Is he really their philosophical opponent? Is he really even their theological opponent? I don't know, because churches don't preach the Bible anymore. But just so you know, churchgoer, because I don't even want to call you Christian if you caved, unless you repented, because I've done lots of stupid stuff too. Here's where your medical advice is coming from. All right, let's go to the next thing. Dr. Jebra Fashi video. You need to hear this now. Switching subjects, going to US, going to WEF, World Economic Forum curriculum. This curriculum for children comes to us from the WEF, long known as the arbiter of how we should live our lives, right? So we need to understand something. I have always shied away and will continue to, without hesitation, shied away from ridiculous conspiracy theories. But when so, if something that I thought was ridiculous was proved to me to be accurate. If someone would have come up to me, let's just say five years ago, and said, Jeffrey Epstein is flying over, accompanied by Bill Clinton 27 times, 26 times, accompanied by Bill Clinton 26 times to Epstein Island on the Lolita Express, having sex with 14-year-olds on the plane, having sex with 14-year-olds on the ground on Epstein Island, I would have said, no way. I would have. But the moment that I was proved wrong, you know what I say? I was wrong. Now, I've often thought there's no way there's an, an, an now, I've, now, this is a couple years ago. Over the last uh, three years of 15 months to flatten the uh, 15 uh, days to flatten the curve, uh, we're on month 43 of 15 days to flatten the curve. Still can't get in the White House unless you're fully vaxxed, which means six times now, six times. And you, or, or you have a negative COVID test, and probably everyone has to wear a mask. And as they reinitiate their COVID protocols in uh, Canada, you can go right, you can go pull it up on Google right now. I never did get to it. I meant to show it, but they had their health experts up on a stage, standing, sitting all by themselves. This is only uh, about two months ago. 
So what is it, October? So in August, they're all sitting on there on a podium all by themselves, all the health experts in Canada, fully masked. They were even asked by a reporter, why are you masked? <laughs> because they're setting the agenda. Yeah. There's no logic behind it. They don't do anything. But they want you to be masked. They want you to be muzzled, just like Islamists. Because they're one and the same. Radical Islam is part of the one world globalist narrative. It really is. That's why you don't see. Why is it that, and I'm getting this off of somebody else, and I'd give them credit, but I don't remember who it was because I read so many of these articles. There's an article that came out. It may have been Miranda Devine. I don't know. But it came out from New York Post. But came out and said, you know what? Every single time there's some sort of interpreted interpreted uh, atrocity, all the, you know, whether it's George Floyd, which I don't think was an atrocity at all. I'm just saying what they interpret to be an atrocity. Whenever, they, whenever you have a perceived atrocity that the left perceives to be an atrocity, they come out, all the, I'm talking about the university system, the university system comes out and condemns it via the written document, comes out and puts out, whether it's Harvard, whether it's Yale, whether it's the uh, you know, New York University, whatever it may be, they come out and they, they say, we are against this, we can't believe this happened. Not one of them has written that about Hamas's attack. Not one. Not one of them has come out and can, our entire uh, community of academia in America can be covered with this statement. Not one of them has come out and, and, and condemned the Hamas attack. Not one. Not the University of Florida. Not Florida State University. My, my, here's my school, University of Central Florida. And none of them. He's talking about Florida, University of Miami. Nope. Nobody. Harvard, nope. Yale, no. Brown, no. None of them. Princeton, no. Stanford, no. Nobody's come out and actually said that, that, we, are, that, we, that we consider this to be a grievous atrocity against humanity. And none of them have come out and condemned it. Not one. So anyway, back to what I was saying with Dr. Jeffrey Fossey. There is an agenda. And this is something that I didn't think was real five years ago. I, don't, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have convinced me that there's really a worldwide attempt at getting you and I to accept pedophilia. Aaron, would you have believed that five years ago? Uh, no, probably not. I wouldn't have five. No. It wouldn't have either. No, I mean, I remember hearing ago, like no. some of the the conspiracy theories of tunnels under Disney, which I don't believe. Again, you got to walk the fine line. Right. Then you got plenty of the net bags out there. Just make stuff up so they get clicks. Yeah. They're not right wingers or left wingers. They're just they're just basically bots that want clicks and, and maybe they try to make money off of it. But there is a worldwide agenda to get the world to accept pedophilia. You're like, why? Here's the thing. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Aaron, if you think of it, if you can think of a reason why, how that would benefit anybody, let me know by showing me that you're clicking in. But if you think of something, because honestly, I don't know that. Because I, I know why there's CBDC to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Social credit systems leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Vaccine passports, same. A COVID, same. Communism, same. Socialism, same. Gun grabbing, same. But why would, why would these people... I understand trying to indoctrinate children via trans drag shows and norm and, and try to indoctrinate them because transgenderism is one of the tactics from the, for the, for the global agenda. I understand that, but to try to actually sexualize children for such a small group of people that like it, or am I just wrong? And it's not a small group. Yeah. I think that's what it I is. don't know. Or, or do you just become a pedophile? The longer you're a leftist, 
do you become more of a pedophile? I don't know. Because it certainly isn't the right doing it. It's the left doing it. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that part of whatever their the demonic thing that's in them, it, it wants to corrupt children. You know what I mean? And so with them, because they're perverted, whether it's because they're power perverts or whatever it is, it also makes them want to have sex with children for some reason. I don't yeah, know. but Yeah. Yeah, it's a control. What's more controlling than having been forcing a kid to have sex with you? Yeah. So, I mean, I, that, that probably is it. And, and also, you know, all great civilizations that fell, fell into pedophilia. Yeah. All great civilizations that fell, like the Roman Empire, fell when they listed into pedophilia, listed into questioning gender, listed into homosexuality. You're like, Tom, you're a homophobe. I'm not, listen, I am against the sin of homosexuality as much as I am against the sin of lust, the sin of, of fornication. I'm against those things. And listen, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of lots of sin. I'm just saying that I've turned from my sin. I hope to never sin again. But those, listen, you live the life of homosexual, go and die and go straight to hell. Live the life of, as a, of a pedophile, go and die and go straight to hell. You're living with your girlfriend right now and you're a guy. You're going to die and go straight to hell. It's the way that it is. You're married, if you're a man married to a man, you're going to die and go straight to hell. If you're a woman married to a woman, you're going to die and go straight to hell. It's just the way it is. That's the Bible. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10. What the, the verses that Andy Stanley calls clobber verses. I know the clobber verses. Well, Andy, tell us, do you believe in them or not, though? Ask Andy Stanley. Is a man living a homosexual lifestyle going to heaven or hell, Andy? Can he be a Christian? The answer is absolutely not. No more than a liar can be a Christian. All of us can be reformed uh, liars, reformed sexual sinners, but you had to have turned from your sin to be a Christian. You can't be a current liar and be a Christian. A current homosexual and be a Christian. You're like, what does this all do? Well, just, in, just basically morality. And all the false prophets like Andy Stanley that are spouting up all that, that are spouting off all over the world. They have some sort of a, a, they, a, what would be perceived to be some sort of innocuous detachment from truth that they use word salads to camouflage. And, you know, I, I know the clobber verse. Okay, Andy, do you believe the clobber verses or not? They, they say them and then they basically just say they don't apply. I, you're like, Tom, what you're saying is nonsensical. That's because I'm trying to describe nonsensical. Doesn't make any sense. And speaking of that, so here's the Dr. Jebra Fauci video. This curriculum for, uh, from children from the, from the World Economic Forum. This is what's happening via the World Economic Forum and via the World Health Organization, which is the UN. Play for me, other. So the World Health Organization, this is from their document, Standards for Sexuality Education in Europe, but it's the same program everywhere. Now, these, these quotes are, are taken out from within the document. So according to them, children between zero and four years must learn about masturbation and develop an interest in their own and others' bodies. It gets worse. Children between four and six years must learn about masturbation and be encouraged to express their sexual needs and wishes. Sexual needs and wishes? When I was six years old, I wanted a pony and an ice cream. Children between six and nine years must learn about sexual inter sexual intercourse, online pornography, having, oh, this is still, children six and nine, having a secret love. Hmm. 
Um, and self-stimulation, yeah, oh yeah, nine-year-old, six. Okay, and then children between nine and 12 years should have their first sexual experience and learn to use online programs. That's the World Homicidal Organization. And that's one. I was trying to write these things down as quick as I could here so we could go over them again. So people, this is from the World Economic Forum. This is from the United Nations. Because just so everybody knows, when you have the World Health Organization with Tetros Kibriasis, who's a former Muslim terrorist, of course, running the World Health Organization, which is nothing more than the World Communist Organization or the World New World Order Organization. But here's their dictates. Now, we have already talked about this in the podcast. And they also, they try to flood the zone. There's so much information out there that you can't disseminate it. You can't really understand it. Because the UN has a charter in place right now where they are trying to normalize sexual relationships between any adult and anybody 14 years of age. That's what they're trying to, and you're like, why? I don't know why. I think Aaron made a pretty prescient point right there, what he said a minute ago, where basically, once you're killing them in the womb, what's wrong with having sex with them? Yeah. If you're already that evil, then what's, it just shows you that how wrong is Aaron? Because... If you are already that demonic that you will slaughter, understand the statistics. You watch the podcast, this podcast all the time, you already know these statistics. But the UN statistical data, which does not include the number one and number two purveyors of abortion inside of the United States of America, which is New York and California, the number of abortions per year that never wanes, this went on in 2022, it'll go on this year, so 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, 19, 18, 17, 16, on and on and on we go. How many abortions per year, every year? 41 million. That never has abated. COVID? Where they, they're, they're, these great statistical geniuses of the World Health Organization can't figure out how many people actually died of COVID. They actually put the statistics at 5 to 18 million. They can't get any closer than 13 million. But their, their, their abortion statistics are absolutely true which are the U.N. statistical data for abortion is 41.2 million abortions per year. You talk about COVID? 41, that was in 2020, 21, 2022, 1918, all these years. So you just think of, you know, let's put the last couple years together. 2023, 40 million abortions. 2022, 40 million abortions, so we're at 80. Next year, 120, then 160, then 200 million. So five, in, in five years, 200 million people have died. So from 18 to 2023, 200 million people have died. And see, if you're that demonic and you're willing to kill them, then I guess you want to have sex with them too. Because you are of your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires, who was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of the lies, John 8, 44 and 45. So here's their rules from the UN, World Health Organization, coupled with, and what does this have to do with the World Economic Forum Charter? I thought it was the World Economic Forum. Well, it's not the World Economic Forum, I guess. It's, it's the World uh, Behavior Forum, trying to teach you how to behave. Well, here's their behavior they want for your children, and they want taught in your children. You have people like Chris Rufo, Ron, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, few others on the right that are trying to pull all this crap out of our schools this would be taught in our schools it would already be in our schools right now because it already was in our schools until like rufo and desantis pulled it out of florida schools otherwise it'd be inundated in our schools right now 
because it already was in Florida, and it already is and will continue to be in New York and Massachusetts and Connecticut and Illinois and Washington, Oregon, California, New Mexico, Arizona, and all the other, Colorado, and all the other leftist states. This will be in there where a zero to four-year-old must learn about masturbation. That's from the UN. That's from the World Health Organization. That's from the WEF. I just told you there was a UN charter we, we I'm sure, voted in because there are perverts voting in, pedophiles voting in. And people don't like to hear this, but again, I, I, I equate this to the left is so in love with Islamic uh, jihadists because there's a lot of pedophilia in Islamic countries. A lot of it. You, got, you have 38-year-old men marrying 12-year-olds. That's absolute fact. We have videos of it. So the, the leftist has no problem with pedophilia. They're supporting all you. Joe Biden gave Afghanistan to the jihadists, and we played videos of a, like, 14, 13, 14-year-old girl being married to some 48-year-old dude. That's who these people are. It's not left versus right. It is right versus wrong. It is God versus the devil. It is righteousness versus evil. It is truth versus lies. That's what it really is. You better be praying your way out of this stuff. Pray your way. Pray specifically over demonic politicians that they would be exposed as demonic. That even the demons in the press would have to report on their, on their own demonic brethren because they're exposed so greatly. Pray over it. So zero to four-year-olds must learn to masturbate. A, four, a, a, a two-year-old? So a two-year-old girl must be taught to masturbate? Oh, that's interesting. Four to six years old, four to six, but every, every single one of these, zero to 12, has to learn to masturbate. We got that. They all have to learn. that. That's a, that's a common characteristic. In case you leave it out, that's part of the UN Charter, the World Health Organization. Each four to six-year-olds must express, that must come out and verbally express their sexual needs. So a six-year-old girl is going to have sexual needs? A six-year-old boy is going to have sexual needs? What kind of thing. sexual needs would a six-year-old boy or girl have? That's how they, because they look at them. The globalist left. That's why Biden sticks his face in little kids' hair. The globalist left looks at kids as sex objects. They look at them that way. This is their, this is their legislation. This is their policy. This is their agenda. Not mine, not Aaron's, not Heather's, not Hope's. It's theirs. It's not the rights. It's the left's. Name one right-winger, even a nasty, stinking, spineless, devoid of all human dignity, rhino. Name one of them that's advocating for this. None of us are. We don't look at a six-year-old girl and think she has sexual needs that need to be expressed. Or a four, because that starts at four. So a four-year-old boy is going to have sexual needs that need to be expressed? It's the UN Charter. World Health Organization. Six to nine-year-olds must learn about sexual intercourse. Sexual intercourse. At six to nine. So why would anybody six to nine need to learn about sexual intercourse unless you got some pervy left-winger who wants to have sexual intercourse with them? Let's learn about sexual intercourse, love, and masturbation. See, you think this is just a little 
uh, you know, Republicans versus Democrats. This is what Democrats believe in. Right here. It's what, listen, there's, it, you're like, Tom, prove it. I'll prove it to you right now. Congressman Weiner. I'm not talking about Anthony Weiner. I can't ever remember his Scott. first name. Scott. Yep. Scott Weiner in California, in conjunction with Gavin Newsom, lowered the sodomy penalties for anybody who rapes a 14-year-old child. Sodomizes a 14-year-old child. Both of them. They got together. And think about, think about what kind of smoke-filled backroom star chamber meeting this was, where you're sitting there going, hey, you know what? What do we, what do we need to accomplish as politicians today? Tomorrow, this week, this month, this year. What do, what do we need to accomplish in the state of California? You know what? Let's lower the rape via sodomy penalties for anybody who rapes a 14-year-old boy or girl. Let's rape, let, let's, let's lower the penalties for anybody who sodomizes a 14-year-old. That's what Gavin Newsom is motivated by. His wife is a major transgender activist. So these, they're that evil. They are that demonic. So back, back to this. So a 9 to 12-year-old, 9 to 12, must have their first sexual experience along with masturbating. Every one of them has to have learned to masturbate. So a 9-year-old, a 9-year-old needs to have their first sexual experience? That's because that's how that adult's looking at that 9-year-old. Yep. It's, it's absolute perversion. Just so you know what's out there. Just so you know what's out there. This is why the FBI, because this stuff does, does get out, out there via this podcast, Dan Bongino, Steve Bannon, people that will actually speak the truth. It, this, this stuff gets out there. And then the, you, have school, you have school board meetings where you have parents going, you know what? I really don't want, you're wondering why it is, I've said this a bunch of times, I really don't want my child to have a demonstration in their first grade classroom of somebody putting a condom on a cucumber. I really don't want that. And the FBI says that's a, that's a white supremacist terrorist. That's a homegrown white supremacist yachtist. Because the FBI's in on it too. Where was Christopher Ray this past summer? At the World Economic Forum. See who these people are. They're all like, they are all like this. You're saying that every single left winger is a pedophile? No, but just know this. That's who you are with. You are the company that you keep if you're a left winger. There ain't no right wingers espousing this. Not a one. You're saying there's no right wing pedophiles? Of course there is. There's pedophiles in every every sort of demographic. I'm just telling you. No, there is no right wing policy agenda that advocates for pedophilia. That's all completely and totally on the left. That's it. That's the truth. Everybody knows it. All right, let's switch the subjects again. Sort of back to Israel. Uh, Joey Manorito tweet. Just so you know who everybody is, because this is uh, Anthony Blinken's childhood buddy. So I'm sure Anthony Blinken Blinken got Rob Malley uh, assigned to this post. I'm sure he did. Biden's Iran envoy. Weird. Who is an Iran advocate, by the way, because Biden's an Iran advocate. Again, dissolving the CIA's watchdog group on Iran, giving $700 million to Palestinian terrorism, giving $6 billion to Iran, because enabling Iran also to, uh, to removing sanctions off Iran so they can re-implement their nuclear weapons building program. That's the Biden administration, because the Biden administration is Hamas. And Hamas is the Biden administration. Iran is the Biden administration. The Biden administration is Iran, just so you know. The Biden administration is the enemy of Israel. So Biden's Iran envoy, Rob Malley, has been quietly expelled. And he wasn't expelled before. And I'm not, I'm not at all taking credit for this. I'm, I'm, again, we're not, we're, not exact, we're not a huge podcast. We're not a small podcast. We're somewhere in between 722 people watching right now. 
But we put this out, and I didn't hear anybody else put it out. No. But we put it out because we exposed who Rob Malley was. Was it Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So we put him out. We put out who Rob Malley was on Saturday. Probably got it from Manorito or somebody. I think I did get it from Manorito. So Biden's Iran envoy. This is the guy who is basically the ambassador to Iran from the United States, from the Biden administration. Rob Malley has been quietly expelled from the Biden administration. Weird, because he wasn't on Saturday. And his security clearance revoked. You don't know it's happening because Biden state media won't let you know. You have nobody reporting on this. Imagine if this was the Trump orbit. No, man. Imagine if it was the Trump's envoy to Iran. And and, and by the way, just so everybody remembers, this latest Hamas attack killing 1,300 Israelis and Americans, we all know now that it was funded by Iran and directed by Iran. That's a fact. Not tacitly, actually funded and directed and run by Iran. That's a fact. Absolute fact. And suddenly this guy who's very pro-Iranian, Rob Malley, whose childhood buddies are state with uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, has now been quietly removed from the Biden administration. Imagine if this again was the Trump orbit and Trump's Secretary of State's good buddy, childhood buddy, turned out to be in favor of and was basically an advocate for an organization or a country that just funded the largest terrorist attack in modern history in Iran. Imagine that there would be a little scrutiny put on that guy. But he can't hear because it would violate the agenda, violate the narrative. But I will, says Joey Manorino. Mali was removed and is being investigated for sharing classified information with Iran. We all were wondering how in the world could paragliders cross over some of the most stringent air defenses on the planet? It's weird, isn't it? We were wondering how that could have happened. Well, Anthony Blinken's childhood buddy was possibly or allegedly sharing classified information with Iran right out of the Biden administration. In fact, he was so embedded with Hamas in 2008 that Obama had to drop him as an advisor during his campaign Dropped him, but we know Obama, Susan Rice, and Ron Klain are running the country in conjunction with George Soros. We know that in the World Economic Forum, and Klaus Schwab, we know that's who's running the country along with Xi Jinping. He dropped him for political purposes. I can't let anybody know, but you see, it's all about, I'm dropping him so nobody knows. It's not that I don't believe in the guy. Right. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't believe in everything he stands for and espouses, but I can't let anybody know that I believe and what he believes in and he espouses. I can't let anybody know that. Optics. Yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah. We, can't have the, we can't have the optics, as Aaron just said. Yeah. The optics of having a Hezbollah-Hamas supporter in our campaign. We agree with Hezbollah. <laughs> we agree with Hamas. We agree with supporters of both those things. However, we can't have the optics of somebody in our campaign that supports or advocates for those organizations. But, the, but of course, once you could bring him in as a special sort of envoy to Iran, but nobody knows about it, post-campaign, under the Biden administration, then, of course, it's perfectly, you know, perfectly okay, because Blinken was deeply connected with the Obama administration, deeply connected with globalist leftism, which is evil, butchery, Nazism. That's what global, that's what World Economic Forum is. I mean, you find Nazis everywhere. You find, you find these globalist sort of communists everywhere, whether it's Trudeau and his family's connections with uh, Fidel Castro and him being the identical twin of Fidel Castro. Weird. You have Klaus Schwab's own um, 
his own father was a very devout Nazi. Christina Freeland's grand—that's the deputy <laughs> prime minister of Canada. Her own grandfather was also a devout Nazi. Yeah. Then you have Justin Trudeau bring in a devout Nazi and give him applause on the parliamentary floor inside of Canada till they were found out. And then, of course, they cast him away then. Perfectly okay with Nazism. They just don't want it to politically affect them. Right. And then once they're just they're, they're fakes and facades, they'll denounce Nazism. They'll say they are Nazis until they're in power, and then they will legislate as Nazis. Just like, just like, uh, and another thing, who is it that adds perpetually to the debt? Do you realize, okay, in the United States of America, I'll give you this stat, but I've never given you this, the, uh, the Canadian stat before. I got that from Pierre Polovev today. 50% of our currency currently in circulation, it's hard to say that, currency currently in circulation, in the United States of America, 50% of our current uh, currency was printed under the Biden administration. Imagine that. So we went from 1776 until 2021 with our current level, basically, of currency. And the Biden administration has printed 50% of the amount of currency that's currently in circulation in two years. Yeah. That's where we are. What's the stat? Inside of Canada, 32%. 32% of their current circulated currency was printed by Justin Trudeau. Another Nazi, another not another Nazi characteristic. Yep. Another Nazi tactic. Right there. You're like, Tom, you're big on throwing away around Nazi now. Because it's the same demons. Demons don't die. They're eternal. Your soul's eternal. Angels are eternal. God's eternal. Satan's eternal. Everybody's eternal. People burning in hell will burn in hell for all of eternity. They can't get out and torment people, but demons can until they're cast to the lake of fire. Revelation 20, 11 through 15, the great white throne judgment. Then it's over for a, period, for a period of time, which I don't have time to get into right now. But the same demons that were operating in the 1930s, 1940s are operating now. They find their little minions like Schwab, Justin Trudeau, Angela Merkel, Gibriasis, all the rest of them, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, myriad of others I could name, Jacinda Ardern, Scott Morrison, all the rest of them I could name. They find their little minions and they operate through them. It's the exact same agenda every time. Lots of lies, lots of murder, lots of death, lots of fraud, lots of gun grabbing, lots of making people helpless. So I just wanted you to know that's what's happening. Let's go to another one. All right, Techno Fog tweet. Again, I told you I'm just going all over the place with these miscellaneous stories right now. We all, there's been a gag order, first time in American history. Again, here's another first. Over the last 43 months and 15 days of Latin Curve, I've said, I've never seen that before 100 times. 100 times. Never seen that before. Never seen 50% of our current currency being printed in two years. Never seen that before. Never seen Christians grab their ankles and capitulate and lock their churches down and put masks on. I've never seen that before. I've never seen the galactic incompetence of the Biden administration. I've never seen it before. Not even Obama was as nearly as incompetent as O'Biden is. It's kind of funny because Obama's running it, so I guess he just is disintegrating. So Judge Shutkin, I've never seen this before, a gag order on a prior president. A gag order on the judge's primary political opponent. Judge Tanya Shutkin is a devout freaking leftist. A devout leftist. 
She wasn't even born in the United States of America. She's a naturalized citizen. And she is putting a gag order on the 46th president of the United States, who is currently her number one political opponent, running against her guy, running against Joe Biden, running against her candidate. And now he can't say anything. He's not allowed to say anything about this trial, which this trial is all political, which we know. So Shutkin has released an official gag order on Donald Trump. He is prohibited from criticizing the special counsel, Jack Smith. Who's Jack Smith? Jack Smith, whose wife works with Michelle Obama. So Jack Smith's number one political opponent is who he's prosecuting. Jack Smith, who has never, ever had a successful trial in his life. Jack Smith, who used to work at The Hague, which is basically a global prosecutor. He's a global prosecutor, probably trying to prosecute people for not having enough windmills in their backyards. That's who Jack Smith is. An absolute idiot. Again, they don't send their best and brightest. This guy's an idiot. You ever listen to him talk? He's a stupid idiot. But that's who's prosecuting. So Donald Trump can't say a thing against Jack Smith, can't say a thing against the court. He should be able to say whatever he wants. How does that hurt anything? doesn't affect your investigation in any way, shape, or form. The special counsel could engage in the most egregious behavior, threatening witnesses, etc., and Trump couldn't say a thing. Trump should violate this and put them, just like I told you before, when he had to, when he had to report to Atlanta under Fannie Willis's fake charges, and then had to, had to, before that had to report to New York under Alvin Bragg's fake charges, and now having to report to New York for uh, Letitia James's fake charges and Jack Smith's fake charges in D.C. He should put them all in line. I'm telling you, he should do it. It's just like everybody who's ever been falsely accused of sexual harassment, whether it's uh, Brett Kavanaugh, whether it's Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas should have gone after Anita Hill. Uh, um, Brett Kavanaugh should have gone after Christine Blasey Ford, who got $600,000 on PayPal. Or no, for uh, what's it called here? The, the, GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe. GoFundMe. $600,000 disappeared in oblivion. Where is she now, by the way? Why does it not bother her anymore? Yeah. Now that now that Kavanaugh has been confirmed and been confirmed for a couple of years now, why doesn't it bother her anymore? I'm just curious. Suddenly, her victimization no longer bothers her. That's weird, isn't it? Just disappeared into oblivion. What happened to Anita Hill after Clarence Thomas got uh, Clarence Thomas uh, got confirmed? Oh, she disappeared into oblivion. Yep. Weird how suddenly this victimization just goes away. You need to hold him accountable. What Donald Trump should have done was when he was hauled before Fannie Willis's court, and they said, "Here's your bail." I don't want bail. Just go and arrest me. Yeah. Make them arrest you. They have to, you realize that they would have to clear out the entire Atlanta Fulton County Jail? You know how many people go there and you know how dangerous that jail is? They have to clear out the whole thing. Put them out on the streets somewhere. They have to build a tent. Joseph Arparo style in Atlanta. <laughs> they have to build them a tent out there. He should have done it. Put them on, put them on the spot. So that's the latest with that. All right, let's go to the next one. DC Drano video or tweet. Sorry, it's a tweet, right? I have. Uh, no, it's a video. It is a, oh, it is a video. You're right. Here's the video. So here's the video, and I played this in the pregame, and I just have a, pr- a, a brief comment on it. Play it for me, other. <laughs> Who in God's name needs a weapon with 100 rounds in a chamber? <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who in bleep's name needs a gun with 100 rounds in the chamber? <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, there's the leader of the free world, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's ask this question. let's ask this question what gun on the planet has more than one round in the chamber ever (laughs) (laughs) 
See, uh, they legislate against things they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Right. None. They legislate against assault rifles. They still think AR-15 stands for assault rifle 15. Of course. It stands for armor light rifle. Yeah, Nothing to do <laughs> with assault. What is an assault rifle? Well, we don't know what an assault rifle is. We're just against them. Okay. Yeah, 100 rounds in the chamber? Um, that would be called a gun that's stopped up. There is no, there's never more than one, one round in any chamber ever in any gun ever. That's fact. But that's, the, that's our, 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 our commander in chief right there. Aaron, go. Isn't he the, he's the one that said that if you had somebody come in to break into your house to go outside with a double barrel shotgun, shotgun, yeah, and blow it off into the air, yeah, we which is illegal. <laughs> it's yeah, illegal. Go shoot your gun into the air. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, no, <laughs> unbelievable. Reckless display of a firearm within 500 feet of a dwelling. You might not want to do that, Joey. But anyway, so that was that. I just had to, I just had, to, I mean, the, the 100 rounds in the chamber, how galactically stupid do you have to be? I mean, and, and imagine if Trump would have said that. Of course, all we have is Mockingbird Media, Pravda Media, and Goebbels Media, so they don't say anything because they're covering for the board because they aren't media. They're simply Goebbels propagandists. All right, let's go on to this. Let me go cover the Jim Jordan stuff real fast. All right, Citizen Free Press video. This is just funny. Brian Kilmeade caught on a hot mic calling Don Bacon, one of the 20 that voted against Jim Jordan, a dumb A after, after Bacon <laughs> voted for Kevin McCarthy. Play for me, other. Jordan. Auchincloss. Jeffries. Babin. Jordan. Bacon. McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass. <laughs> Woo, got in there just the last second. So there you go. That, that was just kill me, Connor. That it is. And that's because you see who's on top of our list here. If you could side by side that for me. There you go. So. Here's the people. Now, this, this, see, I like days like this. People might be frustrated, and they're going, you know, I, I don't, I'm not frustrated at all. I'm not fr I, I, like, I like the chaos. I want the chaos because it exposes everybody. I hated COVID, initially hated it for a while, but at least it showed who the fake Christians were. It exposed the Andy Stanleys of the world. It got them out there. Good. I need to know those who don't really believe the Bible, that I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Jesus speaking, Matthew 16, 19. No need for a mask. No need to stand six feet apart. No need to lock down. Certainly no need for your clot shots. Don't need them. I just need the word of God. That's it. So exposed to who really believes the Bible and who pretends that they believe the Bible. I'm glad. I like the chaos. I'm glad with it because it just shows, it just shows us where we are Shows us where these people stand. Shows us where we stand with them. And these 20, 20 people hate us. People like you and me, they hate us. If you're watching this podcast, you are a genuine right-winger and or a genuine Christian or a genuine Christian and or a genuine right-winger. Right if you're watching this podcast, maybe for some others that aren't, but I'm just telling you that's what you are probably if you're watching this podcast. If you're not, you need to become a Christian and a right-winger, but a Christian first. So this just exposes who these people are. So basically they have this vote, and it's really simple how the vote works. They just go through all 435 members of Congress who are there, and they say, who do you want to be speaker? So you heard some people say, um, the jihadist, the, the Hamas terrorist, Raheem Jeffries, they voted for him. Yeah. Some people voted for him. The people like that. And then some, some of the idiot Republicans voted for, and Bacon voted for Kevin McCarthy, who's not nominated. By the way, you know who Kevin McCarthy voted for? 
Kevin McCarthy voted for Jim Jordan. Don Bacon votes for Kevin McCarthy, and McCarthy has endorsed and voted for Jim Jordan today. That's what that's now. Who is Don Bacon? Let's just let's. <laughs> I don't. I listen. I don't. You need to understand something. If they were in the military, whatever they are, whatever they were, it doesn't doesn't exempt you from idiocy for the rest of your life. I appreciate your service, whether you're a cop, firefighter, stormed the beaches of Normandy, astronaut, uh, fought in Ramadi, fought in fought in Iraq, fought in Afghanistan, fought in Vietnam, fought in Korea. Love what you did then, but that does not exempt you for the rest of your life from being called an idiot. Because if you decide to embrace idiocy, then you're an idiot. Yep. If you decide to embrace cowardice, even though at one point in your life you're courageous, doesn't exempt you from the cowardice of the moment. And Don Bacon's like, you know all these guys like Don Bacon and Ken Buck? People like this, they're scared of their wives. <laughs> you, know, you know they're one of those, yes, dear, I'll be home in a minute, dear. And you wash the dishes here, yes, dear. Whenever, <laughs> my wife's laughing. <laughs> there he is. I mean, come on. I mean, that, we, I mean, that, that's, we, he should have cuck written on his forehead. <laughs> you know that's who he is. Oh, yeah. Yes, dear. I'll be home in a minute, dear. Oh, that's my wife calling. Oh, that's my wife. Oh, yes, yes, dear. Uh, yes, dear. Of course, dear. Yes. You know, you know these guys. They're all the same. They never. St- that's why they hate alpha males. They hate the Trumps yep. of the world. They hate them because they're so jealous. Because they're so spineless. They're so afraid. Um, somebody's gonna call me uh, non-reasonable. Somebody's gonna say that I'm devoid of reason. They're gonna say that I'm an unreasonable person. They're gonna call me homophobic. They're gonna call me transphobic. So I'm gonna make sure that I just have absolutely no character whatsoever. That's who these guys are. They're disgusting human beings. All 20 of these people are disgusting. And three of them come out of the state of Florida. Don Bacon, just want you to know, these are the three people that kept Jim Jordan, I mean the 20 people that kept Jim Jordan from being Speaker of the House, which he should be. Don Bacon, Ken Buck, Laura, Lori Chavez, uh, De Reamer, whatever that is, Anthony Espinito, Mario Diaz Ballard from Florida, Jake Elzey, and Andrew uh, Gar- Garbarino, Carlos Jimenez from Florida. These are not Republicans. You can read the rest of them yourself. Just screenshot it. You got it for you got it whenever you want it. It's all over Twitter anyway. Yeah, you can get it with ease, and it'll actually tell you who they voted for. A lot of them voted for. Kevin McCarthy, some of them voted for Scalise, some people, some of them voted for uh, one other name, I can't remember. But anyway, so a lot of them, you know, they did that, whatever. But it, what it was is simply a vote against Jordan. That's what it is. No way, they'll, they'll say it wasn't a vote against Jordan. It was a vote for Scalise. So, no, no. Scalise, Scalise <laughs> voted for Jim Jordan. Yeah. Give me a break. So I just want you to know who these 20 people are. These all need to be primaried. Their political careers need to be over. It's done. I'm glad for the chaos. And people are like, uh, this chaos is uh, an affront and a threat to our democracy. Chaos is democracy. The whole point is to use democracy to usher in freedom. Use democracy for freedom. Matt Gates had every right to do what he did under our Constitution. He had every right to do it. He did it. It's good. And exposed all 20 of these people. And now you need to make, you need to, if that is your congressman. Now I'm, I look, so I'm looking. Is Greg Stubbe on there? Because that's my congressman. Because if Greg Stubbe is on there, he's done for me. I'm done with the guy. Right. I'll never vote for him again, but he think Greg Stubbe's a good guy. So I made sure Greg Stubbe ain't on there. Because he is, I'm done with the guy. 
Yep. And I mean, I've never seen him do anything I didn't like. Greg Stubbe seems to be a great guy. But anyway, I'm just saying, I'm looking. You're like, what would you do about it? Just never vote for him again and tell everybody I know never to vote for him again. Yep. And I know a lot of people. <laughs> and I just want to see, I want every, all these Republicans. These who these Republicans truly are. Side by side, the next one for me, guys. There we go. So here's Adam Schiff. So this is what those 20 Republicans actually, this is who those 20 Republicans are. They're Adam Schiff. No, Tom, they're, you know, they're Republicans. They will vote um, some pro-life things that could never actually do anything pro-life. They're just, they're McCainsian Republicans. I know that's really, I know it's Keynesian. I get it, but I'm just using it. Yeah. They're McCainsian Republicans where all these Republicans for years, if you remember Obamacare thrust upon us by the communist Obama regime, the Republicans would run on, you know, all that basically, that's all you'd hear for years. The Republicans run on Paul Ryan every year. We're going to get rid of Obamacare. We're going to get rid of Obamacare. So then it all comes, and they, and they would have all of these uh, motions to get rid of Obamacare when they knew they didn't have the votes. But when they had the votes to do it, they didn't vote it in. And McCain was the final no. Yep. I don't care. McCain was the final no. After McCain had said for years, I want to get rid of Obamacare. But because he hated Donald Trump, he forsook all character all all uh, human dignity, all self-respect, and bent over for Chuck Schumer and took the baster up the keister. That's who, that's who John McCain, oh, no, he's a warrior. No, he's not. He's songbird inside the Hanoi Hilton. That's who John McCain is. Yep. Who basically blew up an Air Force, uh, a, uh, a Navy carrier, and it all got covered up by his daddy. It's like just like Hunter. He is Hunter Biden. That's who he is. He's, I mean, the man is nothing in, 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 in comparison to his portrait. He, the portrait is a complete facade. So this is who those 20 Republicans are right here. Adam Schiff. That's who they are. There's no difference between them and Adam Schiff. Today, Republicans may make Jim Jordan the speaker. Jordan would preside over the counting of electoral votes in the next election. Keep that in mind. After he was deeply involved in trying to overturn the last one, explain to us how, explain to me in detail, I send this to Democrats all the time on Twitter, explain to me in detail how Jim Jordan tried to overturn the election. None of them can answer, just like there's 100 rounds in a chamber. There's <laughs> like Joe Biden saying, what good, who in the world needs a gun that has 100 rounds in the chamber? <laughs> They're just galactically stupid. They can't, they can't espouse their own viewpoints. They'll say Jim Jordan tried to overturn 20, the 2020 election. Explain to me how he did. They can't. It's like they say Donald Trump is a racist. Explain to me all legislative action taken by Donald Trump that was racist, please. Go ahead. Give me, okay, I'll take, you know what? We'll do, we'll do uh, EOs. How many EOs, executive orders? How many EOs did Donald Trump issue that were racist? Go ahead and give them to me. Give me all his racist statements. None. They just say it. This is just propaganda. These people are Goebbels. They're all Nazis. They're just like Nazis. They're Goebbels. And I, I, don't tell you, I don't take back what I just said. They are Nazis. That's who these people are. After he was deeply involved in trying to overturn the last one, which is not true, just when you think they can't be more irresponsible, they prove you wrong. Now look at the bottom. This is what I love about Elon Musk's <laughs> X, which is Twitter in my eyes. Yeah. The vice president, not the speaker, presides over counting of the electoral college votes. So Adam Schiff is an idiot. So you, here's the choice you have. He's either an idiot or Goebbels. <laughs> That's your choice. He's either just espousing propaganda for political expediency 
for his political agenda to politically benefit himself and his party. So he's either a propagandist, a Goebbels propagandist, or he's an idiot. That, that's your choice. He's either galactically ignorant or he's Goebbels. So those, those are only two choices. And whoever is chosen as speaker in October of 23 will only be speaker during, during the 1-6-25 electoral count if House Republicans retain majority in 2024. So they could take the House back and Jim Jordan wouldn't be, would have absolutely nothing to do with being over the electoral count. Nothing. So Adam Schiff is a liar and all 20 of these Republicans went in lockstep with him. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. That's who these people are. First Corinthians 15, 33. All right, what do I got? Um, what's next? I don't even know where I'm at. That's Adam Schiff. Okay, got it. Disclose. Okay, what was that? Disclose. That oh, disclose. Thank you. Yep. I'm two slides behind. All right, I'll show you this real quick. Again, it's, I, I, there's a lot of this stuff is very miscellaneous. I was going, this is actually the lead in to my Ukrainian section of the show. I don't know how deep I'm able to get into that. I'm already four minutes from the end. But anyway. So here's Disclosed TV, Disclosed TV video. So Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, she says that we can easily afford another war. Play it for me. This all means. Paul Tudor Jones, the famed investor, was on CNBC this week, and he said, this is the most threatening and challenging geopolitical environment that I've ever seen. At the same time, the U.S. is in its weakest fiscal position since World War II, with debt to GDP at 122%. Can, can America, can the West afford another war at this time? I, I think the answer is absolutely. Um, America can certainly afford to stand with Israel and to support Israel's military needs. And we also can and must support Ukraine in its struggle against Russia. And look, the American economy is doing extremely well. <laughs> the American economy is doing extremely well. That's funny. Not one other person thinks that. You see the polling data coming out from Democrats. Nobody thinks the economy is doing well. But how exactly can we afford another war? Anybody ever asked that? Now, we're sending $223 million a day to Ukraine. $223 million a day. or $33 trillion in debt going like a rocket, like a rocket ship heading towards $34 trillion in debt. Like on a NASA rocket right now. Like I said before, you heard me say this. We were $31 trillion in debt in June. And in September, we're $33 trillion in debt. Usually that takes like 18 to 24 months for us to, take, for us to accumulate another trillion dollars worth of debt. Not under the Biden administration, but Jan and Yellen says we can easily afford another war. $223 million a day going to Ukraine. $33 trillion in debt, but somehow we can afford another war. That's not true. And by the way, we don't have the military for it. Don't have the military for it. Not even close. We, we, don't, we don't have remotely close to the military for it. In World War II, we had 12 million soldiers. We have 1.2 million now. How, we, how is it that we're going to be able to do that? Our technology, our technology, the only technology that we have that's superior to Russia and China is like an F-35 fighter, which mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just laughed for the first time. Uh, Our F-35 fighter that disappeared out of South Carolina, remember? And then it, it just disappeared into, well, it crashed because of what, Aaron? Oh, uh, bad weather. Bad yeah. weather. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was sprinkling outside. It's sprinkling outside. <laughs> so this $130 yeah. million dollar aircraft, the pilot had a ditch. <sighs> yep. All right, and disappeared. And then, of course, they found the wreckage, which was nothing more than, like I said, looked very much like when my, when my dad lit my backyard on fire. <laughs> trying to cook a turkey. 
you know, the turkey, what do you call them up? The things you deep fry, deep, deep fry, tur- not air fryer, deep fry turkey in that oil. My dad yeah. let my backyard on fire. It looked <laughs> just like that. There's no debris, no, no fuselage, no metal, just a giant black uh, burn mark on the ground. That's it. And Cuba was well within the fuel range of that aircraft, which Aaron found out. Yeah. So did it fly to Cuba? I don't know. That, I honestly don't know, but it's very strange that an F-35 pilot would ditch his plane because it was, it was raining. Oh, my gosh, it's raining. Let me just dump my $130 million aircraft onto the ground. Okay. But if somehow we can afford another war, we can't afford another war. By the way, just so everybody knows, we have no ability to even cross the Atlantic. Tom, yes, we do. We have ships. No, folks, listen, we have not funded our submarine program. The Russians have. You Think about all of our enemies. Who else has submarines out there outside of us? So it's us against the entire submarine fleet of, the China, of, chi- of China and the entire submarine fleet of the Russians. And we're somehow going to cross the Atlantic? You honestly believe that? Tom, you're, you're saying that the United States military is the greatest in the world well, under Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin? No, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not the greatest. We have transgender drag shows happening on our bases paid for by your tax dollars. Paid for, paid for by DOD funds. I love the military. I am a military son. My dad was a career naval officer. I was born in Redondo Beach, LA on a naval base. Not on the naval base, but my parents, my dad was assigned to the naval base there. Moved to Germany. Lived on a military, I did actually live on a military base called Patch Barracks in Germany from the ages of three to five. I love the military. I'm saying that under Joe Biden, he's destroyed our military and is currently destroying our military. And our military is in no way, shape, or form ready to fight. They just put out videos of themselves transitioning from male to female and not actually transitioning because there is no such thing as transitioning. Charlie Kirk tweet. Just in, Biden is expected to ask Congress for $100 billion in Ukraine and Israel aid. That's how it all works. Now, you know, look at how this is how it works in D.C. It's what I call the Potomac two-step. The request will include border security in Taiwan related uh, defense requests. So if you don't vote to fund Ukraine to the tune of $100 billion, then you're against funding Israel. You're against closing the border. That's what they do. That's how they do it. They, they say that you're against because they'll, they'll do a bill like this and they'll throw in a little, uh, you know, a little uh, side legislation on there that says, you know what, we're, we're sending... Uh, $500 million to local police departments. So because you don't want to fund a $1 billion, a $100 billion war in Ukraine and Israel, now you're not, you're defunding the police. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. That's what they do. That's how it goes. That's, that's, uh, everything should be, as, as Matt Gates has, has said, everything needs to be singular items. You need to vote on singular items. Do you want to send $100 billion to Ukraine and Israel? Well, which one gets how much? How much you want to bet it's, 900, how much you want to bet it's 99 billion to Ukraine and 1 billion to Israel. What I want is, I want to vote on sending it, sending money to Israel. I'm fine with sending money to Israel. I'm not, I'm not fine with us launching into full-scale war in Israel. Israel is fine. They can handle themselves. I am fine with supplying Israel. Israel is nuclear. Israel can reach everybody they need to reach. And they're better than everybody else over there. So there's no, there's no competition between Hamas and Israel. As we've seen, because the Gaza Strip is now rubble. So I don't want us in full scale. You have Lindsey Graham out there advocating us getting into a full-scale military conflict with Iran. That word, Iran is allied with China and Russia. So you want to start a full-scale? How are you going to fight three, a three-front war, Lindsey? 
These people live in the land of delusion. Who's going to fight that war? We don't even have the troops to fight that war. All of our, all of our, all of our ammo, our ammo, we have, we have, it's as low as our strategic oil reserve, which we only have 17 days worth of fuel. We start a war with Iran. We have no incoming fuel, not because Iran supplies us with oil, but their allies do, and we won't be able to cross. We won't be able to have our oil tankers cross the ocean. We have 70 days of fuel because Joe Biden was supposed to have three months of fuel in there, but Joe Biden has raided the strategic oil reserve for his entire presidency to keep gas prices low. No, what's my next one here? No, oh, good. That's good. That's good, guys. All right, because okay. I, I got a whole Ukraine expose, which I won't get into tonight because it'll take me an hour to do it. Whole new section. Yeah, whole new section. <laughs> whole new section. All right, 10.04, four minutes of overtime. 600, six, 668 people on. Love you all. Really appreciate you. Stick around. Really do, by the way. Really appreciate you watching. Really do. I really, really value the audience that sticks with this podcast. Roughest podcast, most truthful podcast on the planet. It's right here. You know, intermingled with the word of God, intermingled with revelation, you know, theology, revelation, prophecy, intermingled all together. And just remember to pray over everything. Pray, I mean, specifically, don't be, don't pray things like, your will be done. That's not the Bible. Yeah, it is, Tom. That's the Bible. It's Matthew 6, 9 through 13. No, it's you. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, that's how you pray. Pray for Nancy Pelosi to be glad to come up. Don't pray for harm over anybody. Pray that people be exposed. Pray that they be exposed. And, that, that, and them being exposed, whatever that costs them, and it costs them. Pray it. It will happen. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We do not hurt people. We don't hurt people. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pray that Joe Biden would be exposed. Hunter Biden would be exposed. And watch them be exposed. All right, stick around for the postgame. Lots of postgame videos. Stick around. Back here Thursday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. Don't miss it. Love you all. God bless you. See you Thursday night. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the word of God say in Matthew chapter five, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.